to the challenge. Spies, lies, and allies. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. I am Steve. And I am Mixie. Hello, and welcome back, hopefully, or if you are new, welcome for the first time. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we're getting into the second episode of the challenge. We hope everybody's doing well. I don't feel so great today. I got a little bit of cold and sniffles. I'm sure you can hear that through your uh, earbuds. Or It's a good raspy. It's a mm. good, good radio raspy. It did. I tried to go. Like, this is all for you guys at home. I tried to go radio <laughs> raspy for you. He went and licked a bunch of toilet seats so that he could sound like this for you. That's the dedication. Just pure dedication out of me, out of Mixie, out of everybody involved with this podcast, which is yes. the, the two of us at this point. Yeah, It's just, yeah. <laughs> so if this is your first time finding us, thank you very much for finding us. If you are coming back to, uh, you know, get another episode of, of the Dynamic Duo right now at this point, welcome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you uh, joining us here on the, uh, on the Right Reality Podcast. Good, good to see you virtually through nothing. But yeah. Come on in. Take a seat. We're going to talk about the challenge. Spies, lies, and allies. There she goes. Whoa, look at you. <laughs> Great job. Thank you. I practiced a lot. Spies, lies, and allies. Spies, lies, and allies. Spies, lies, and allies. So you don't even allies. need to practice. Whoa. You're, you're three in a row. Look at me. Just ready uh, to go with it. Too ready to go, almost, in a way. <laughs> too ready to go. Now, before we get going, guys, I know Mixie is asked to, uh, to say a few words. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it over to her. We're gonna get into some reviews from the iTunes machine, and then we're gonna launch into the episode. Also, if you don't care about any of this stuff, you can always go into the episode description, see exactly where we start talking about the episode, and fast forward to that time. And there you go. So, uh, Mixie, the floor is yours. Oh, thank you so much, Steven. Um Quite So, welcome. first of all, I would like to say thank you to the Hot Take Hotties. And everyone that listens to the Right Reality podcast uh, for welcoming me with open arms. Um, you know, that being said, there wasn't <laughs> the most happy people. And that's okay. I understand. Um, you know, I like like we've mentioned multiple times, I am new to this reality show. Um, and I asked a lot of stupid questions in the first episode. Um, and I am now way more well-versed in the history of this beloved game and I feel like the questions will be a lot less uh, moving forward because I am doing my own research. Steven is not my dictionary for the challenge and I know that MTV.com now is. So that is where I will be finding my information and we will be talking way more about what actually happens versus the past. So I just wanted to address that. I appreciate everybody's comments on that. Once we finished recording, Stephen and I both agreed that I needed to figure it out myself. So I took that liberty. And um, so we are all good right now. We have everything figured out. We will be talking about the episode, which was crazy. And I'm excited to get into. But before we do that, I'm sure that we have some amazing reviews of people that were very happy with all the questions I had. <laughs> So we're gonna. I'm gonna have you just put a little bit more space between you and the mic now because it's okay. almost too much. Too and I'm, I'm getting a little of the pee popping and the. Bu- 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 okay, I will okay. close it out again. That's that's better. Yeah, and then I can pump on my end here. Yeah. Okay. So you know that being said, moving forward, I have done my research. I will continue to do my research because this is an ever growing game, 
and I will continue to stay on top of it. But we want to focus um, on the actual things that happened in the episode. So that is the plan moving forward. And, you know, with that being said, like I said, a lot of people had their opinions and I'm sure that they were heard in our review section. So let's get into the reviews. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did have um, some some reviews and, you know, we read all the reviews that come in, whether they're bashing us or not. So let, let's let's get into these two. Uh, we had one from Navy D Baby or BBY. Uh, it's a one star. It is a labeled worst episode. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. Thank you for the warm welcome. Welcome opening arms. The internet's great. Literally screaming at my phone. I cannot with this girl. She knows nothing. Ugh, where's Brooke? Um, thank you for your review. Uh, Love you, the engagement. Please continue with the engagement. So Love much that. so much engagement. Uh, as I said, Brooke is busy with her show that actually pays her money. So if you would like her to come on the podcast, feel free to message her. Let her know that you would like her on this podcast and find time in her very busy schedule to come on said podcast. But until this episode starts paying the amount that her real podcast, which is owned by Amazon, pays, I have a feeling there's not a whole lot of time in her schedule, which is understandable. But thanks for the engagement. We appreciate that. Navy DBB. Thank you so much, Navy DBB. What, what a warm welcome. You sound great. I would love to meet your mother. <laughs> Here comes one from Golden Like Ryan. Golden okay. Like Ryan. A swing and a miss, it is labeled. Uh, if you could not already guess, it's a one star. <laughs> just I'm, a, I'm on a roll here. Two one just stars. Just crushing it. Just crushing it. <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm, I'm already going to thank you for the engagement on the review. Yes. Thank you so much for the engagement. Such a bad call to have your new co-host be someone who's never watched an episode. Better idea if there was three of you, maybe two actual fans and her, but this is unlistenable. Looking forward to the episodes where the old gang is back together. But other than that, there's too much challenge content out there, and this pod now requires the level of patience that I don't have. Well, Golden Ryan, uh, uh, nice to see you never. No need to come back. We're good. We're good. We'll be fine over here. And again, if you'd like to message Brooke, if you'd like to tweet at pop that shirt off, feel free. Let them know, you know, amongst having a kid and having a job, you know, a real job that pays real money from Amazon to do a <laughs> podcast like five, six episodes a week like Brooke's doing. Go off. Um, you know, come on over. As far as the other challenge content, yeah, go look at it. Go look at the official, official podcast. Go look at the new Johnny Bananas podcast. I bet Go it's look boring. at Challenge Mania's podcast. Go look at these other podcasts. Guess what? Guess what those fucking podcasts do, Ryan? They charge you fucking money for good content. They're putting ads through all their fucking shows. They're showing. They're selling merch. They're selling everything. Oh, guess what? This show doesn't fucking have. It doesn't have a Patreon, and it never fucking will. I have never asked you for fucking money. We put merch out. A few of you bought it. I'm not out here just fucking selling shit left and right, putting things behind a fucking paywall. As a matter of fact, I get paid zero fucking dollars for doing this show. As a matter of fact, I'll go even further, Ryan. This podcast costs me money. Every single day. I paid lots of money for this equipment. I pay for the the, the, the editing software to edit this with. I yes, pay sir. for fucking everything. I pay for a podcast hosting service that hosts all of this information, then sends it to you. And as a matter of fact, again, I spend at least a full day of my weekend recording this, editing this, yes, and posting sir. this 
for all of you to listen. So if you'd like to go to listen to other challenge content, feel free. As TJ says, hope to see you never. I bet they don't have air horns. They definitely and, don't and have if, fucking... And if you feel the need to run away and go somewhere else, just know that you will never hear a good air horn take on the challenge again. Because I mean, that's where the, they it's, live It's here. what you want, Ryan. It's what you want. <laughs> it's unlistenable. Thank you so much for the engagement, Thank Ryan. you for the engagement. <laughs> and if there's other of you out there listening that have the same mindset as Ryan and you're listening again today, thanks for coming back and trying again. Instead of just listening to one episode and being like, I, I encourage you to be better at insulting me. Because honestly, you guys are taking some light wiffle ball hits at me. And I would like a 95 mile per hour fastball straight line right to me in the face. Hit me with some good stuff or don't come at me at all. They're, they're like <laughs> dancing around it. They're like, I know. Well, you just know, tell, it would be, be like this guy it, fucking. Sucks. It would be tell better me. if there was like, if the three of you were there and like one of them was the new girl. But you know, I <laughs> I, I care about this show so much that I'm gonna write a big long thing about it. <laughs> oh my god, Ryan Golden, Golden Ryan, Golden, he's here that right was, now. That was, that, yeah, just, <laughs> he just let him called in right call. now. And that you know what? Crazy. Again, Ryan, I appreciate that. It's not like we didn't know after recording that two-hour fucking marathon that there was things there. But I'm glad. That the first time somebody tries something new, you're like, I'm out. There's too much other content. And you know what, Ryan? There is too much other content. And you know what I have to say about that other content? Fuck that other content. Fuck that other content right in its content face. Because here's the thing about that other content. (laughs) You think those people are doing it because they love the challenge? You think those other three big podcasts are doing that because they love the challenge? False. You think Johnny Bananas is doing a ringer podcast now because he wants to talk about the challenge? Fuck no. He's chasing those bags, baby. It is all about the bags to these people. all about the bags. That's why they have content walls that they're putting interviews behind, and we have never done that. We've said from the very beginning there will be no content walls for this fucking podcast. So go listen. Go pay money. Go subscribe to an OnlyFans if you want. But Only a couple more weeks of nudity on that, by the way. Yeah, you better Sad get in on that now. No more nudity on OnlyFans. <laughs> you better run. <laughs> Talking run, about terrible walk. decisions. <laughs> oh, we, I don't even want to get into that. That is so stupid. What a terrible decision. That would be like, I, I, I can't even, like, I can't even think about what the a mo- similar thing The money thing they're going to lose is so bad. It's just, it's awful. We love our sex workers over here. What if, what if Apple was like, hey, you know what? We're just going to stop making iPhones now. <laughs> we just, you know what? We decided, you know, 85, gonna, 85% of our business in. comes from the iPhones. We're just, never mind. Somebody's going to swoop in and they'll make a new OnlyFans. Maybe they'll call it Only Flans. And Ooh. they'll just be a flan in the beginning and then naked chicks, which honestly, that sounds like an uh, upgrade. So, you know, maybe we anybody need to wants to make site. that app. Yeah. What's the opposite of only? <laughs> every? Every fan? Every. Is everyfan.com available? Everyaveragejoe.com. <laughs> Actually, everyaveragejoe.com. Don't steal this, people, because I'm searching right now. <laughs> it looks like it's available. Oh, lock that shit in on GoDaddy. Call this motherfuckers. Get that. And, and and just the landing page will have this review from Ryan. Ryan, yes, you're probably Thank a nice guy. Thank you so much, guy. Ryan. Maybe, 
Um, but I, I hope I, you come back. Not really. I don't care. But if you don't, I, I won't lose sleep. <laughs> I won't lose sleep at all. Because here's the thing. Other than when I'm sick, I sleep pretty well right now. So, you know, like whatever. Like a baby. What? Like a little baby. Like a little baby. Just that got tucked in into like a little <laughs> blanket and is warm and cozy like a little burrito. Oh, um, We're going to get Ryan out of here now. Yeah. Ryan and uh, Navy D Bye bye. Bye bye, baby. Thanks for the engagement. And I do want to say, hotties in the Facebook page that have sent messages encouraging Mixie, shout out. You know who you are. Thank you so much. You know who you are. Posting it in the and private pages. I love it. And listen, we understand. We saw some of the creative we saw some of the criticism. We got it. We're working on it. We're all about listening to you guys too, you yes, know? Yes. We're just givers. We just give. We're humble. I mean, you're so lucky to be listening to us, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I want to say thank you to the Hot Take Hotties that wish Steven a happy birthday. Oh, and yes. I will wish you another happy belated. Oh, yes. I can hear the air horn now. <laughs> There's the birthday There's air no horn. better way to celebrate a birthday than episode two of the challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies. Look at you. That's twice now. I'm so proud of you. All I needed was two one-star reviews to really <laughs> kick my ass into gear. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. The episode opens with um, a pretty great dance party. And um, yes, since the audience doesn't still know you all too well yet, Mixie, mm-hmm. what, what type of party person are you? Are you like the dancer? Are you like the talker? Are you like the quiet one? Like, Who are you at a party? I am the floater. I like to kind of float around the party. I feel like, especially nowadays, a lot of parties are in apartments. And I live in New York City where maybe three people can stand in the kitchen at one point. So, you know, everybody's kind of really clumped together at these parties. So I like to float around. I'm not much of like, I'm going to go out and go dancing. I like to go to a bar that I love a good hole in the wall bar. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't like big loud bars i like to have conversations while i'm drinking you know what about you steven i i would say i'm the same i like to think that i'm the floater um i'm probably not the dancer i might do like a little like one of these shoulder situations shoulder shimmy you know like the good like a good give it to him yeah like a good (laughs) shoulder dance situation maybe a little lean back like that lean back lean Uh back I'm I'm one of those. I I do like to float as well, especially if it's a party with a bunch of people I know. Yeah. You're right. It is groups. But what I like is like I'm going to do 20, 30 minutes here, 15 mm-hmm. here, fo- a good 40 over here. Yeah. There's some people that I'll, I'll do like a, a pass by. I'll do a, a drive by shooting and yeah. just say, hey, so I don't have to stop and keep talking. Exactly. You know, we all have those people. Um, I was happy to see though Gabo wasn't in this episode very much, which was sad. However, he did make a shiny appearance by being the one that welcomed Ed, which I thought was very nice because mm-hmm. he's a rookie. So I thought it was really nice that he went and started asking him questions. I just I'm, I'm in love with Gabo. I don't ever want him to leave. And then he started saying that when he was growing up, he realized his dream was to be on American reality TV because of the Jersey Shore. I mean, sold. I would club a seal for that man without a question. <laughs> Welcome, Gabo. Like, he has reached the pinnacle. 
I love how they were like cheering for him. Like they understood like what an epic moment this was. Like yeah. a dream realized moment. Like when I got called down and the price is right. Like I'm like, what do I do next? Like it doesn't You're get floating. any better. <laughs> I'm I'm floating. I don't remember my name. I don't know how much a fridge costs right now because I, I just everything is going crazy. I, I'm mm-hmm. very happy about Gabo. You know what? Yeah. What I saw was Tori. Tori did a magic mic dance move, basically, which they didn't really show us because I feel like it might have been too, you know, a little <laughs> risque. risque for MTV. <laughs> um, but she she basically like rolled herself, which I imagine was into Kel's lap, head down in his crotchal <laughs> region, if you it will. It was. It was. Now, let me ask you. I'm a larger American. You are a normal yeah. size, smaller American. This okay, upside thanks. down flip dance thing, is this something that you, like, first of all, I would never think about this, but is this something that you think, like, is this something she knows she can do before she does it, oh. or like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna give this my best effort. I haven't tried this before, but I'm going to try it right now while there's cameras around me. What do you think? I mean, she definitely had to have practiced that situation because it was so, it was honestly very graceful. But she is strong like that. Yeah. That move takes some core strength. Okay. So, I mean, she executed it flawlessly. I will take that. I, I would throw some dollar dollar bills on that shit for sure. I feel like that's something that you might get like they would have like a sexy yoga class for. <laughs> and they like have these where it, it could be like a yoga move. There is like a lot of striptease, like uh, stripping exercise classes, and they're becoming more and more popular because they're empowering to women. Super empowering. The the pole so dancing classes, yes, the pole dancing classes. Yeah, so maybe I mean I could, could I could see lap dancing being in that category. Yeah. No, unfortunately, I've never I've never done this, and yeah. I think that maybe I need to practice. And pull this out at a party and just have everybody be like, what the fuck is this bitch doing in the middle of this kitchen? <laughs> Ma'am, this is a Jamba Juice. <laughs> this is a Jamba Juice. But like I said, it was very graceful. Um, I really like Tori and Kels together. They seem very sweet. Now, I know Tori had a very long pass with men on this show. Um, so I, I definitely, you know, I can see why she was talking about, you know, saying focused and these are some things that i think nelson should be taking notes on but we'll get Ugh. there we'll get there yeah nelson never, um, never nelson <laughs> never like pays attention to the notes i will say that if i am at a party and i was going to attempt a dance move like that the music i would like is the music that we heard which is ludicrous i, I mean, mean if yeah. i'm thinking about how i want to party number one on my spotify party playlist would be a bunch of ludicrous songs it just gets gets you fired up. Like, give me some ludicrous. Give me some DMX in there. Just like, give me like, Pitbull. get me fired up. Oh, Pitbull. You gotta Mr. get some Pitbull in there. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Three Hundred Five. Hey, Pitbull. <laughs> Dale. Rick Ross, and you're good. What a, what a common? I would love to see guys. If oh, hold on. I'm just thinking of this in the moment. <laughs> Everybody listening, please, please. Remember that when you're done listening to this, or actually right now, as soon as I'm done saying this, I want you to pause and do this for me. Um, I want you to send us your like party playlist. If you got a oh, Spotify party playlist, you got like an iTunes party playlist, maybe you can't send it to us, screenshot that and send it to us. You can do it on Twitter, 
at the right reality on the Instagram yes. at the right reality and the hot take hotties Facebook page obviously you can do it in there as well send us what your party playlist is I'd love to see what, like what's in your mix I love this I love I love listening to other people's music too I I, I don't know about you Stephen but I like pretty much all genres of music so I am so down for this I vibe yeah, with send it in I vibe with most of all music except for like like metal like there's always a time and a place for metal yeah if i need to like get ready to murder somebody probably i mean we've all been there (laughs) i listen to it before i have to kill the spider in the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) don't judge sometimes you need that shit you know like right before i have to take a shot and i can't just throw it behind my back which is my go-to move by the way don't buy me shots i'm not gonna take it I don't. I, I won't do it. I will fake the fuck out of taking that shot. So you've done that before. What do you? Oh, oh wow. Hold on. I I think this I is something I've only seen in the movies and on a very specific TikToks. I'll toss it behind, or I'll like take it and just take it right under the bar and pour it out like in between my feet, and then put it back on the bar. Everybody's so drunk at the when you're buying shots for a bunch of people at a bar. <laughs> You're to the point of drunk where you're not paying attention if my glass actually had liquid in it at any point in time. I haven't taken a shot at a bar in at least five years. Wow. Wow. What a hot take. (laughs) Five years. If you guys need tips on how to toss your shots, I got you. (laughs) In these five years, how many shots have you been offered that have made its way to the floor? We talking 10, 20, like 50? Uh, we're in the 50 to 100. Wow. Because, like, my friends love to get shots at bars, and I'm just so not that person. I know. Or sometimes I'll just, like, pour a little bit in my drink to make my drink a little stronger. And then I'm like, look, guys, I drank some so that they know. But, yeah, I typically toss them. That is or, remarkable. Or another, another good thing to do is to offer yours to the bartender because all your friends are like, oh, the bartender's taking a shot with us. And they will not realize that you don't have a cup in your hand. Mm. Big brain moves. I've never done it. <laughs> I've thought about it. Let's I once it. did. I would. I took the shot. I held it there. And then I had my other drink. And I go to take oh. that. And I backwash it in. Because the colors <laughs> matched. And then I was like, I don't need this drink anymore. Thank you. The colors matched. The colors matched because it was, <laughs> I was, I think I had like Sprite or something like that. I had like a. Um, As you should. We had like uh, this drink called an Icelander, which is vodka, lime juice and seven up. And they got like a tequila shot. And I was like, I don't really uh, want to do this. That's, it's, yeah, I, I, I that's I the tequila shots. I don't know why everyone thinks that everybody wants tequila. Nobody wants that. Nobody has ever wanted that. <laughs> you want that. I don't want that, sir. I kind of want to be a human being tomorrow. That's kind of where I. That's why I draw the line on hard liquor like that. This may might need to be a hotties and a Twitter poll. Have you ever discarded a shot on the floor of a bar? What do you think that vote's going to be? I think it's going to be higher than I think it is now, based off you saying you've done fifty <laughs> like this. Yeah, I mean, I'm not proud of it, and if my friends hear this. All of my friends that bought me shots are going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, I know they're listening to this because I've yes, seen the messages. They, they were like, this yeah. is such a great thing. I'm so happy for you. They were right now thinking, how many dollars have I wasted on mixing? <laughs> a lot. But you know what? I, this is a good public defense, service announcement. In my defense, I tell them not to do it. In oh, okay. my defense, I tell them, don't buy me shots. And they're like, you're going to fucking do a shot, you pussy. Man. 
I do always feel, I know we're getting sidetracked, I do always feel that there's like, in the group that ends up taking the shots, if there's like eight, there's only max two people who want the shots. The yes. six other people are like, no, we're good. We're good. Uh-huh. We're good. Because the the question is always asked, what type of shot is this? And nobody ever goes, oh, okay, I'll do one then. I don't think that's ever been said. It's just like... I, I agree with uh, you. Uh, okay. All right. It's just differing versions of how much you're going to hate it. Versus, uh, all right, versus tequila, which is like, I'll just go cry now. Yep. <laughs> throw it on the floor. Fantastic. I love this. I really hope one time you threw it over your shoulder and hit somebody else oh, in yeah. the face. Oh, I've gotten I've gotten other people wet, and then I, normally, like if if I do hit somebody, I'll like look up at the ceiling, like that's so weird, shit's coming from the ceiling. You guys feel that? <laughs> I got it too. Where did that come from? That's so crazy. Where what? did that come from? Uh, it looks like there's looks like there's some spots on the ceiling. Yeah, there's where, definitely a leak. Yeah, definitely a leak. You should, up there. Do, See you where should go find brown. the manager about that. <laughs> See where it's brown up there. Yeah, we should maybe maybe this should put some cones in this general area. Cordon it off in case there's a yeah. bigger leak. I mean, it's definitely a problem. <laughs> definitely a problem. <laughs> the bigger problem, however, in this episode was Nelson and Ashley. Oh my god! What a I problem! Mean, I loved Amanda's reaction to it. it so funny to me. I'm Amanda's growing on me. I don't think I ever went one way or the other with how I felt about her, but the fact that she owns the that. Ashley is batshit crazy, but she keeps her really close. That's a good sign of a, of a strategy there. She's she's thinking with her head now. I Nelson and Ashley think this this is gonna blow up real bad and real soon. I have written right next to Nelson and Ashley in my notes. This is gonna be a problem. Basically, what you just said. <laughs> and what I love I mean, about the show is sometimes when they introduce this, is that. They're like, oh, they're showing you this. And you're like, oh, that's probably going to be a problem. They don't wait like five weeks to show you the problem. They like give it to you right then. They're like, oh, remember uh how like in the first five minutes of the show, we showed you something might be a problem. We're paying that off like 35 minutes to an hour later. Yeah. I'm curious to see if because Ashley, obviously, she freaks out later on in the episode. I'm curious to see how many times she can freak out before the veterans turn on her because like that's got to be exhausting to live with that shit uh, i mean it's i mean you heard what you you heard what devin said was like cut to you yeah uh-huh. a problem later. <laughs> this is this is what ashley does and it's what honestly she does best you know there's some people like they get calls for this show for a reason they call Ashley because of stuff like this. And She's Devin could have not called it star. better. Just phenomenal. She's a great reality star. She's going to shoot herself in the face in this challenge aspect of it. I don't see I can see her getting far be, again because she is a veteran and I'm starting to think the veterans might stick together maybe for like two more episodes at least. <laughs> Fingers crossed. But after I, I feel like she's going to be one of the first veterans to go. I hope so, just for like my sanity. I agree. <laughs> I think when it comes down to the ladies having to pick a veteran lady, she's probably one of the first. 
Yeah. And also because she's won twice. There's there's something to be said. She does That's have so crazy to me. <laughs> she does have great endurance when it comes to the finals, which you need. Like she's just mm-hmm. kind of a machine when it gets to that. So uh, the next thing we saw was uh, a favorite moment of mine so far of the season, and helps like kind of explain what we saw later. <coughs> oh, sorry about that. Is when. Nelson comes down to the workout area where Kells is. Yes, along with I wrote Corey, this down too. <laughs> and he's standing next to Kells, and I'm like, "Yo, holy shit!" So, like, yeah, it brings us to our very first Twitter Twitter's and Hot Take Hotties caption contest. Oh, so if you oh, head to okay. our Facebook page or to our Twitter right now, or maybe we'll post it on Instagram too. Maybe you don't have one of those. You're going to go and you can add a caption if you'd like. And it's going to be Nelson standing next to Kells. I'd like, you know, you to come up with some good captions for that, guys. I know you, a lot of you are very creative. And feel free to answer as multiple times as you want. Many, many times. I love it. I love it. But maybe it. we'll share yes. our favorite next time. What did you think of that moment when you saw it? I was going to say, I wrote down um, in honor of Justin, yes. just torso in torso. all caps. Because, oh, my goodness. And I'm not saying that other guys in that house. Like, Nelson is in good shape. But exactly what you're saying. When he stood next to Kells, it was night and day. I couldn't (laughs) believe that a person can be that jacked. I mean, as soon as I saw that, I was like, they're going to go straight for Kells. Obviously, anybody with two eyes would think that. He knew it, too. I think he knew it before the the daily even happened. Yeah, it's it's something that happens on the show like we i i can't recall so much so often where a rookie comes in and is just like looks different i mean fessy was clearly one of them a few years ago mm-hmm. rogan was one but he uh, he he blew out his back before the first episode was even over climbing up the rock gibraltar um but ended up winning a season and so when you see somebody like that and you're one of these like veteran guys, you go, okay, well, I know what type of challenges we usually have, what type of eliminations we have. Yeah. He is a specimen, and hopefully <laughs> we throw him in and somebody can beat him, and it's not me because I wouldn't yeah. want to face that guy in a hall brawl or a tug of war or any one of those physical challenges. He's also smart, too. Mm-hmm. He is definitely smart with how he talks and stuff. I could, I could just tell that he... Has a brain in there, you know? Yeah. It's not all brawn. I mean, it's it's a it's a dynamic combination to have somebody like that on the show. He's somebody that, you know, obviously, spoiler alert, uh, does go home. And um, <laughs> How dare you tell them that in a recap dare. of the episode that that <laughs> happened in? <laughs> I think he's clearly, unless for some reason doesn't happen, he'll be back. On another yes, season of the show. I agree. Tori said that when he was leaving, and I was like, "Yep, a hundred percent." He's built for this show, and I think yep. now he's got a good story of redemption that he wants to like send people mm-hmm. back, and that's another reason they'll bring people like that back. So, you know, you brought this up. Yep. I I wanted to to discuss this. It seems to be a theme in my research and in this episode that they work out before their daily challenge. <sighs> I, I, I understand warming up, maybe going for a light jog. Tori was like hip thrusting so much weight. 
I'm like, how are you going to walk down the stairs, much less do whatever the hell the daily challenge is? I, that, I couldn't even, I wasn't even focusing on the conversation they were having. I was trying to figure out how much weight she had and how <laughs> she was going to do that and then go accomplish a daily a daily mission. I couldn't believe it. I, I don't believe it either. And like, I, part of me is like, okay, that might have been a day where it was the elimination day. So like, it's the night and not doing something during the day. But still, like, if I work out tomorrow, I'm going to hurt for three days. Mm-hmm. Unless you're doing it like every, which these people clearly are, but I'm just like, no, nah, I'll just. And again, I thought about this when they showed the pool. I would always be in the pool. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That makes a lot of sense to me. Like, do some laps in the pool. That's great warm up. Yeah. That's great for your muscles. I wouldn't be like anywhere no else there. but the pool all the time. You know what hip my favorite pool pastime pounds. is? Say that again. She's hip thrusting fucking 500 pounds. There's a beautiful <laughs> pool right in front of her. I, 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 just I go just, relax. You're in Croatia. Relax you're about to go do physical activity. Like, why are you pre-physical <laughs> activity in your physical activity? I don't understand. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. Unless you're having some Again, sort of no like strategy. protein shake or something similar, you know? Yeah. Um, can, I, can I tell you one of my favorite things in the world, Mixie? Yes, please. It's a lazy river. Oh, they're the best. I love a lazy river. <laughs> I love it's that among... they're called lazy rivers, too. Such a good <laughs> name for it. Just such a good name for it. It's a one. It's among one of my favorite things in the world. Because you just... I'm so peaceful just thinking about it. It's one of the things I do to help like channel myself when I'm feeling mm-hmm. angry. And I encourage you guys at home, if you're ever, if you love a lazy river like I, <laughs> that whenever you start to get like a little frustrated with work or your kids or your, you know, husband, wife, whoever, you just sit down for a moment and think about a lazy river. Think about Damn. being in that inner tube. Just. Drifting away, hearing the, the sounds of the birds little waves. and the and the and the mist when you go through the tunnel of the lazy river, and and just we're gonna block out that screaming kid who's who's <laughs> who's gonna probably slip and fall and hurt themselves. We're gonna. He block really that wanted out. that ice cream cone, but mom said no. He's not gonna get that choco taco. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> not with that attitude. No. Mom said, you be quiet all day and behave yourself. You get a Choco Taco. <laughs> he has twice broken the rules and he does not get the Choco Taco. That's on, might, that's on little Timmy. He might get he might get a churro, but he's not getting a Choco Taco. And those are the lessons you learn while you're drifting on the lazy river. <laughs> on the lazy river. <laughs> oh, I feel, I'm not kidding you. I feel so relaxed right now after just going through I'll, all that. I hope I want a lazy river the in the ch- at the next challenge house. I want a lazy river Ugh. at the next challenge house. Can you imagine them having like deep strategic conversations while floating in inner tubes <laughs> around a circle in their house? <laughs> Again, another reason I should be producing the show with you. What an absolutely phenomenal option. Make TJ stand in front of the waterfall that's going over the lazy river. (laughs) Yeah, just more noise. (laughs) Which, by the way, when he was recapping, they had him in a wind tunnel next to the ocean like he was in a cave screaming, this is what happened last time. (laughs) Last time on the challenge. You couldn't hear a word I was saying. Love TJ. Love TJ. They just put him in bad spots. One of the things that I think you're going to enjoy, because I enjoy the humor of these is each week you're going to get one of those. 
And oh, each I week, know. they do them from different locales. So prediction for next week. Somebody is screaming, last week on the challenge from inside the helicopter. Book it. Book it right now. Write it down. Damn. I will write that shit down. We will it's confirm written. next week that somebody is screaming next week on the challenge from inside the helicopter of this week, which brings us to the daily challenge involving a helicopter this week. Yes. A fucking which transition game on point. See, this that is what you're missing out on, mission. Golden Ryan. <laughs> Deal thank with it. Thank you for your engagement. Thanks, thank you for your engagement. I hope you're enjoying <laughs> the, the, the behind the paywall content of people from the show from 15 years ago that they put behind a fucking paywall. Enjoy that shit. Air horn right there! Suck on yeah. it! Suck on that air horn! Suck on it! Take that air horn down your throat! So what did you think of the daily? This is the, the your first like awesome. big daily. Oh. It was so cool. Can I just say one of the very first things I want to I want to point out is I feel like this is good, this is the theme in the show again from my um, research that I did just oh so much of, and the episode uh, most recent episode, the absolutely unnecessary explosions. Loved it. Loved every bit of it. Please give me pyrotechnos that have nothing to do with what's going on. I love it. And I loved that none of them were phased by it either. No. It blows up behind them, and it's like absolutely nothing happened. The first one exploded. I was like, holy shit. I like jumped out of my seat. And they're just they're just jogging in. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. They're Tom cruising it so much in that. Yeah. It's like that, that one song, Cool Guys Don't Look at Explosions. <laughs> I haven't I really that, felt I that. Song now. Oh, you have it? No. It's, I think it's from SNL. I'm pretty sure it was Andy. Oh. Sandberg made a song called Cool Guys Don't Look at Explosions. Oh. You can insert a, a, a clip of it here. It's okay. a great song. It's, it's going to play. <laughs> ready? Everybody ready? Everybody ready? Everybody ready? Now. Cool guys don't look at explosions. They blow things up and then walk away. Who's got time to watch an explosion? There's cool guy errands that they have to walk to. What a great song. It's, it's a really good song. And it really, I feel like, fits. And I was, it was playing in the back of my head as they were running away from the unnecessary explosion that I loved. And also loved the unnecessary fancy car that they had for uh, TJ. Lambo! Lambo! Was that a Lambo? I think it was a Lambo. I, was it a Lambo or a Ferrari? I'm so bad at that. Lambo! I, I, didn't, get a, I, didn't, I didn't get a good chance we're to see the We're not car people. I think it was a Lambo. <laughs> Lambo! Lambo! Which is another SNL thing. Um... I, just, I mean, TJ rolling up in the Lambo, Lambo. as just like a helicopter and two Range Rovers. I mean, it it screamed "Spies, Lies, and Allies." It Mark really that does. Down. Another one. And do you see how smooth he took those sunglasses <laughs> off his face <laughs> as he got out of there? <laughs> Effortless. Well, here's Effortless. the thing. This is what TJ does. He is just smooth, like like fucking peanut butter. Just the <laughs> smoothest. Just he just took those off. One take, one take. You know what? They probably didn't even have to tell him when to take the glasses off. He knew it was so instinctual to him. But Tina said like, it best. It she said, "She said, is it TJ or is it James Bond?" And I was honestly wondering the same thing because I, mean, I couldn't tell the difference. It it could be both. TJ <laughs> could. Oh, it's a, it's a Hannah Montana that. Miley Cyrus situation. <laughs> James Bond and TJ. It's the best of both worlds. <laughs> TJ, you know, Daniel Craig is stepping down as James Bond. 
after this new movie. I, I'm down to let's start a petition for TJ, TJ Lavin <laughs> to become James Bond. It's happening. You heard it here first. All he we might need not to get an Emmy, but that, he's going to get an Oscar. All we got to do is send in that sunglasses being Woo. taken off his face as he walks out of that car. And it's game driving over. in Lambos. Eat your heart out, James Bond. <laughs> so, in this daily, yes, your team gets to pick whether you're in the helicopter dropping bags of diamonds or jewels because we're really mm-hmm. into spies, lies, and allies. Yes. Or you're receiving them in the Range Rover. Uh-huh. It appeared that most of the gentlemen were the ones doing the catching. Yes, And most they of the were ladies the were doing the dropping. So, That's what she said. Hey, if this was you and you and I were partners, yes. where would you feel more comfortable? Would you want to be dropping the bags or would you like to be receiving? So I am pretty, um, well, I'm an athlete, born Obviously. and raised. Um I would say that, I, but I'm not fast. I don't like running. I'm not a runner. Mm. I run when I'm chased. You're not a runner. You're I not a track get, star. <laughs> I run when I'm chased and I don't get chased. So I don't run. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, new merch alert. <laughs> new merch alert. So I would say I'd probably go in the helicopter. Although I am scared of heights, I felt like the way that they had them strapped in there felt pretty secure like at one point michelle was like fully arms out hanging out on the edge of the helicopter and she seemed pretty secure in there so i get emmy's fear of the heights and i would love to discuss with you what you think was going through ed's mind there because clearly not much (laughs) no by the way i like i like him already yeah i knew you'd like ed yeah big fan yeah, I like Emmy him a lot more without scared. his mom. Emmy and Big T were scared, but I will say we knew Big T was scared of heights last year, and mm-hmm. she did something far worse last year multiple times. The helicopter wasn't that high. Yeah. Considering it, where a helicopter usually would be height-wise. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I'd probably... I don't know. I feel like I'd be good with the catching Play baseball yeah. for a while, not to brag. Athlete as well, no big deal. Um, <laughs> born and raised. Born and raised. I don't know. I but I also feel like I'd be like I'd be like fucking dialed in, just throwing these things out, and a lot of yeah. them stopped when it went wide. Nah, I saw that. Nah, I'd be. You like got the arm them for still, it. Watching yeah. them, just like I'd be like they'd be catching them. I'd be like Patrick Mahoming them. <laughs> Right into their bread basket They just put their foot hand up And it would be boom right in their hand And then, I, then I'd walk off And I'd be like Patrick Mahomes deal with it It did seem like it would be A harder situation Like uh, Everybody got a different a hand or I'm sorry everybody got like a different What is the saying Now I'm blanking Everybody had a different situation Like Ed really had to Deal with the sun as oh. whereas I noticed with Fessy and Esther, she was they were in the shade of the plane. Okay. If you watch it back, everyone, because I watched it twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she does research. So, if you watch it back, Esther is throwing it into the shade of the wing of the plane. Mm. So Fessy is has his head in the shade of the wing, so he can see where it's all going. That's why I think they won because of the time of day that they went. Because there was people like Ed that couldn't see anything because of the sun. And that's an interesting 
fact that these challenges with being outside is that I do think it depend it really affects their you know their final results with what time of the day they go up into the challenge because that had to have taken them forever for everybody to go yes. yeah so many teams I mean as you said last yeah. week so many people too There's many people like, <laughs> like twenty seven teams or something like that yeah. yeah these these do take a while to reset and you know to make sure everybody's secured into the helicopter to get the camera teams ready again to get the cars uh-huh. all the way back uh-huh. and all that but yeah that's a really good point i thought about that too when they said the sun i was like oh they got really bad timing on when they had to go it was probably like right in the wrong spot and and again mm-hmm. by the time they're done with their run the sun's moved so it's in exactly better, better so it doesn't position. even matter mm-hmm. yeah but they got uh fester uh fester jesus fessy and s <laughs> Uncle Fester is their team name now. <laughs> I've got 30 bags. Uh, yeah. And the next closest team was Casey and Emmanuel with the 28. So they won by two. Uh-huh. Um, and I, again, I was thinking some of them were doing it like one and they're like trying to do it perfect. I'd just be like launching them as many as possible. Just as yeah. quickly as possible. You're just giving yourself with much better odds. But she was... I and I I remember looking at her. She was like throwing them at his face. It looked like oh she, she was, was like she watching. was <laughs> chucking them down there. She definitely was. I was really impressed with it. Them, Fessy and Esther. I thought it, they were great. Um, I loved Berna. Which are we going to call her Berna or Bertha going Listen, forward? The name of the episode was called Bertha. So I know, which I thought was hilarious. Well done, well done, uh, MTV uh-huh. creator. Way to go, MTV. Yeah, on, um, on that. Great, great, great job altogether. She made fun of how Nelson was running and said that he, he was, it was so sweet how Nelson runs. Now, Stephen, <laughs> I would like to know, how much would it hurt you if a girl said your running was sweet? Um, It would be, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't enjoy it. I wouldn't enjoy it. I'd be like, <laughs> you know, ego blow. I want to. <laughs> Pretty sure we're going to be making out at some point, if not banging on this show. I hope the thing that you tell the producers is not how sweet my running is. And, you know. It's so sweet how he runs. Look at him trying to run. It's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, one, that one was tough for me. I really like Berna Bertha. I like her a lot. So I don't want her to end up with Nelson because I don't like Nelson. I want her to rise above. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get to that situation in just a minute. Oh, yeah. But we do uh-huh. have to deal with um, what one of our Hot Takes Hotties alluded to last week was. Oh, yes. We 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 uh, we have a new partner for Josh. Now, what some of you don't realize, which I clearly didn't last week, is they basically disappeared Josh's original partner, who was a girl named Lauren, who I believe was on um, Love Island. Yeah, Love Island. So, apparently, what had happened was, this is according to Us Weekly, so I'm I'm going to cite my sources here. Um, She was edited out of the episode. Now, the last time we did this, for those of you who remember, we, we edited out D from the show. When Dee had some very problematic tweets that she tweeted while the season was airing. So they had to go back to the editing board and basically just 
disappear her from the episodes, which they did a good job of, considering there was only like six groups left at the time. Um, but she apparently said some stuff. Now, the reason I'm saying that is uh, I'm, I'm going to scroll here down to the article is she did a um, Q&A from her Instagram story where people asked a ton of questions about the challenge, obviously. And she said in one of them, and I'm now going to quote, I don't really want to answer because it was so traumatic and led me into a lot of therapy, <clears throat> pardon me, and counseling and the worst time of my life, end quote. She later went on saying so many wonderful moments, so many incredible people. Um, and then later, when somebody asked the question again about the editing, she said again, and I quote, honestly, because Croatia is so far ahead, all the shit that I was accused of saying... So she said that uh, yeah. she continues MTV legal did not have enough time to go over the tape before the next challenge started. So I was fucked End quote. So right there. Interesting. She said I was the shit that I was accused of saying. Now, somebody has suggested that she said something obviously gang. If you're going to get completely edited out of the show, they feel you've done something egregious enough yeah to remove you so that mm -hmm. leaves us with something overtly racist probably something sexual orientation uh or something homophobic right those are the big three yeah. i would guess right mixie uh yeah i would I, those are good guesses so one of those three things happened i know people are saying she said something to a specific person we don't have any specific sighting of that. She mm -hmm. hasn't said anything about that. MTV hasn't said anything about that. <clears throat> um, so I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was, but it was enough to get you basically removed Kicked, from yeah. the show. Um, wild. Yeah, wild. that's insane. But I mean, of course, I'm nosy. I want to know what, what happened. But I think if it hasn't gotten out at this point, I don't think we're ever going to find out. Somebody, the somebody will say it, you know. Um, if at some, if point. it was so egregious that they, like you said, that they cut her that quickly, they didn't even quote unquote have time to review the tapes. I don't even yeah. know if people are going to want to stir the pot with it. It might be like too aggressive. I, I clearly, this girl has dug herself a grave, and I don't think we'll ever see her on the challenge. Yeah, no, she's she's done at this point. You don't you don't get to go back after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, Josh said some stuff. I mean, when he was on a, a podcast and was saying she was so out there, she was so outspoken, like the life of the party. I was definitely overwhelmed because it was a lot. He said she is such a massive personality, came in the season more focused than ever. I felt like Lauren was just there to have a good time. So if I'm trying to match up the timelines here, the challenge came. Was that the day I'm trying to remember the episode now? Was the challenge before or after they went to the club? The club before. was after. Right? Yeah, the, the club was after this daily. So mission. it didn't happen at the club. So no. it means it had to probably happen at the house. That's, I think it was probably the first night after the first elimination, I would assume. Yeah. And they do have people ready and raring to come in. They always have mm. replacements ready who are there, usually somewhere off site. And the replacement. Amber B, last year's one of yeah. last year's champions. Woo! Let's go. She's a strong person to come in Ooh. right now. 
That really shook him up. And again, once again, Fessy has a problem with somebody else that's coming to this house. <laughs> like, dude, keep your head under the ground, bro. Uh, he doesn't I, do I'm, that, though. He doesn't do that. I know. Uh, well, I mean, it's good TV, so I'll take it. It is. I'm really happy to see her. Uh, I yeah, think she, she got seems like great. a raw deal last year. Like her editing wasn't great, but she won the show. I was completely caught off guard by her winning because they kind of, you know, didn't really. Did she really, kind of got yeah. like really mm-hmm. underestimated last year, and so I think this year it's going to be the opposite, right? Yeah. And it already already seemed like some of the girls. If you're a veteran girl, you know that she won last year. Even the rookie girls would be like, okay, well she won. Like mm-hmm. clearly, we need to get her out. I don't want to see her in elimination, probably. Yeah. So I, it's, it's she seems like a good add-on. I'm sure. I mean, Josh seemed thrilled, and then he very quickly did not. <laughs> what an upgrade! Really, really flipped on his head there because he realized that he was uh, he was accepting someone in that was screwing with his alliances. Yeah. But I think he figured it out. Although, you know, we'll talk about my feelings about Josh later, but. Okay. Interesting that one. Before Can't put my finger on him then, yet. I'd like to discuss the club. The yes, club let's go to. to the club because Ashley's nipples were playing a very dangerous game with the edge of her dress. It's two weeks in a row. I think. Is, <laughs> I mean, right there. Yeah, take a shot for every time you think they've blurred out her nipple. <laughs> Throw a shot behind your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Just threw it right over her shoulder, down her cleave. And it might make the dress slip a little bit. Who knows? Um, yeah, that that whole interaction, again, it, it sort of felt like very out of left field for her to all of a sudden have feelings with for Nelson. I um, think they were, you know, banging it out they were, before they yeah, went no, on the show. They definitely were, were friends with benefits, yeah. but I think that she kind of got, because um, the night before he was with, Berna slash Bertha yeah. on the couch and then went up to Ashley's room. So I have a feeling that Ashley kind of saw that stuff prior to yeah. the club situation. And so she decided that she wanted to start trying to put a label on it. Yeah. Yeah. And and be, before we get into whether Berna and Bertha is the worst possible change of names <laughs> ever and where that ranks and like how cool your name can be to like absolutely terrible your name can be. Yeah. I want to know if you think this club, because they showed like like aerial footage of like going into this town in Croatia. I know exactly what you're talking about. I yep. don't think this club is anywhere near Croatia. I think it's in the house somewhere. I also, I think it's either in the house or when they've done aerial shots of the house, they're surrounded by nothing. Like yeah. I'm sure that whoever owns that plot of land, I'm assuming MTV, that the house is on. They have other. They have enough space that they can build a club like that and they did change that it last out. Because those tables, yeah, those don't exist in Croatia. I thought the exact <laughs> same thing. I was like, "What the hell is this club with some glow in the dark tables in fucking Croatia?" No, that doesn't and it exist. Was, and it was when you looked at the club when they did that first wide screen shot of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't been to a club in a while, but I will say. <laughs> I still know what a club looks like inside. Yeah. I did not see a whole lot of like zones where there was bars set up, where there was bottles on the wall. Yeah. Like that's what a club looks like. This I think was, and also, good. We don't need these people like going into town and potentially uh-huh. getting the Rona, you know, because yeah. we, we am- had to go to a club. 
Yeah, so, I am curious to see if like all of the other quote unquote clubs and like out out excursions that they do after challenges, if it's all in the in the same type of layout. I think it's the same. It's going to be the same <laughs> place. We had that last year. They had the like little bubble off to the side. I get it. I'm but assuming they still had the, to do the quarantine and everything for this whole season as well. Yeah, just to be safe. Yeah, because they're doing production and stuff. So. <clears throat> I, I enjoy it. If the club is right there, it's much better because now for the show, maybe not. Because what usually happened is we always got a good bus ride home and there was always <laughs> shit that happened on the bus. Always oh, I'm sure because they're all blacked happened. out and stuck in oh. the same moving vehicle. Yeah. One of my favorite <laughs> fights, which became an actual fight, was because somebody threw their extra pasta out the window when they were coming back from going out <laughs> drinking somebody brought the leftovers back in a doggy bag and somebody just took it and threw it out the window <laughs> over the bus and it led to a, a great fight and argument and That's if amazing. we can't have that what can we have they're taking all of our freedoms it would be awesome too to see them like go to a club and then some random person start trying to hook up <laughs> with nelson and then both bertha and Ashley freak out like at some rando in the club. That gives New Jersey Shore vibes, and I like that a lot. It's a very Croatia thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Croatia thing. Some some local Croatians trying to hit on Nelson, <laughs> whose name is actually Bertha. Yeah, and that's yeah. why Ashley was really confused. There was a Bertha, Bertha and Berna, and in the moment I forgot until Amber mentioned it. She was like, "Hold on, is her name Bertha or Berna?" And I know that Ashley's was so like, funny. It's Bertha. You know, I thought it was hilarious that Ashley said to or, you know, in her little side interview, she was saying, you know, I think he's probably not boyfriend material about Nelson. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, he'll probably call you his best friend like he calls everyone else in that damn house. <laughs> oh, God. He's best friend material. He's best not boyfriend material. <laughs> and the phenomenal part of all of this was... When when uh, what's her name was having a moment and Ashley uh, before before this, when they were at the oh. house uh-huh. and they're sitting there and um, and Ashley said, hey, don't worry about it. You know, somebody will get in a fight later. And uh, I think she was saying it to Emmy. Somebody will yeah, get in a fight Emmy. later and it will take the thing completely off of you. And then Devin said, and uh, you know, it might be a little, you know, that might be a little <laughs> quarter week, you know, who knows? But flash forward to Ashley losing her mind, and I was, and I, I, I instinctively went, "Oh, please God, let this happen! Please God, let this happen!" And it did. And Ashley was in like the type of drunk that I started to feel ill watching it because I yeah. remember what that feels like. And uh-huh. there's like funny drunk where people are like, ha, ha, ha. you but could see it in a, her eyes; she was past oh. that. Yeah. And I, I was like, <laughs> I like felt the sickness. I was like, oh, God. And I'm just thinking, like, they can't have a, like, she's got to know they have a day off tomorrow to get that drunk, right? Because, like, can you imagine going uh-huh. from that to, like, like competing the next day? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I think she's sitting in the, I'm a veteran, so I'm sitting pretty. I'm, I'm going to be fine. I can black out and yell about <laughs> somebody named Bertha that doesn't exist. <laughs> What a what a what a downgraded name from Berna to Bertha. Berna's so Yeah, and Nelson cool. Nelson called her Bertha too. Did she did he really? Yes. So so oh. Ashley starts calling her Bertha 
And then Nelson's just trying to like get Ashley to shut the fuck up. So he says Bertha too. And that's when, oh, now I'm blanking on, on the new girl's name. What's her? Amber. Amber. Yeah. That's what Amber was like. Isn't her name Berna? <laughs> they both said Bertha. Watch. Reroute, both rewind the tape. Watch I, I, that tape back. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Phenomenal. Yeah, they both said Bertha. Phenomenal. Phenomenally uh-huh. done. He's an idiot. He's an absolute idiot. <sighs> and he's, I mean, he's got a decision to make at this point. He's, he's, he's really, going to screw over Ashley. He's going to screw over Ashley. Yeah. He's probably like, well, you know, probably not going to see the Berna girl again. So I might as well, you know, get what I can now. I mean, Ashley is like 10 minutes down the road from me. I can <laughs> work my way back into that i'm sure it's yeah okay. he can apologize and yeah stick his nelson all figure itself out yep <laughs> nelson's really good at apologizing i'm he's, sure he's i'm sure he is with all those best friends he has to be good at apologizing he said some pretty terrible stuff to the ladies but um oh god so i want to ask you while we're also at the club fessy goes over to kells and mm-hmm. is talking about you know hey you know if i don't come for you you know, that means you don't come from me. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you what are you trying? What are you trying to say here? Uh huh. So this has always been part of challenge strategy. Hey, I won't go for you if you don't go for me. Do we have a deal? Bullshit. Which yeah. we were they were clearly setting up for later, but I didn't see it that way. Um, thoughts on what like because Kel's delivered like. A fantastic line after that about like, like uh, I, I'm just gonna play it. So we're all just gonna listen to what Kel said because I think he did this like very very eloquently. I would have appreciated if you came to me not from a position of strength. You don't want me to make a deal with you because I'm trying to save my skin. I don't want someone to make a deal with me because they're trying to save my skin. Because guess what? You're never gonna trust that. You know, Kells is very smart, like I was saying before. He he immediately saw through that bullshit. And I respected the fact that he said to Fessy's face, like, I'm not taking that deal. <laughs> you know? He was like, I'm not doing that. Obviously, that put a bigger target on his back. Um, but, you know, I mean, he is clearly the biggest out of all of the rookies. He's, I think he's the biggest threat all around. Um, for the rookie guys, so it makes a lot of sense. I'm I'm surprised that Kells wasn't more aware of what was happening. It kind of felt like he didn't really key into what was going on until they were in the deliberation for who they were putting up for elimination. A little too late. Yeah, yeah. definitely on that. I will say what he said was perfect. I thought it was so eloquent and accurate that mm-hmm. he was basically like so... If you don't come for me, I don't come from you. I wish you wouldn't do this while you're in power right now. It seems like something that I would believe a little bit more if you weren't in power, if you did this to me yeah. yesterday. That's what I'm saying. Kells is not stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might be more willing to talk to you about this, but now you're coming to me now saying, hey, I'm in power. I won't throw you in, so you owe me one. And he's like, yeah. I just don't want to make that deal. It's way too early. Um, and also, here was my second point that I thought of was, let's say Fessy's and Josh and everybody's idea was not to throw in Kells at this moment. Mm-hmm. So Kells would basically be making a deal to get 
immunity, if you will, if they weren't coming for him. So, like, hey, we weren't you weren't even on our radar. We yeah. weren't going to vote for you, but I'm going to get one from you now that uh-huh. I you then owe me later. No, I wouldn't take the deal. And also, I think other people would. But Kells, I think, was very confident in himself and his ability on the show that he was like, yeah. no, need to, bro. If I go in and I lose, I lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it is what happened. Yeah. But we'll get to we'll get to why I, I feel Kells is very upset with all of this. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, I, I like if if I was in Kells shoes and maybe he did do this and we didn't see it, but it was clear that they were considering him once Fessy went up to him and, yeah. and asked him to make this deal. I would have rallied all of the rookies and been like, hey, they're coming for me. I will protect all of you to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. Let's vote Fessy. Or not Fessy because he was the – let's vote Josh, yeah. you know? <clears throat> I would really like to know – what we got last year is we, we got to see who voted for who. We did, we, we're yeah. not getting that this year so far. I would love to know how close that was if there were some vets that did not vote for him. I don't mm-hmm. think they did, but you never know. I, I thought what Kel said in, in the deliberation in the in the when they did the voting, like him going against Josh was just it's just the oh, most beautiful. Oh, him just like beating it back to Josh. And he said, like, oh, this is one of my favorite lines. Yeah. He said, no offense, Josh, you're not known to be the smartest person in the room. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Why was Josh the ringleader in this whole thing? I thought that was very interesting. He was the one that brought Kells up. He was the one that rallied everybody against Kells. I mean, I get they have to pick someone, but I just feel like there are smarter people in the veterans crew Josh. Well, they are smarter, and that's why they didn't say anything. I think nobody said something at the beginning. And that makes sense. Like, All right, what do you have to say? And nobody said anything. And then Josh was like, "Okay, I'll speak for everybody." Uh, which is also, again, not the smartest thing to do. Yeah, and Just he also like quiet. he came in with acting like. Kells had made all of these promises and Kells did the perfect thing. He started asking yeah. people and no one could yeah. say that he had made a promise. No. So like, if you're going to go in and attack this guy, I agreed with what Kells was saying. He, he was scared of Kells. He yeah. should have just been like, listen, guys, we're all here. We all want to keep going as far as we can. Yeah. I think we can all agree that Kells is a threat. We should put him in. Yeah. That would have been a because it, been it a discredited Josh. It discredited Josh in my mind. I, if yeah. I was playing, I'd be like, I don't trust this guy. I'm not going to listen to this guy when he brings other people up. And I think the veterans know that the rookies might not. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you didn't help yourself. Josh said in the after show, which is now 30 minutes, by the way, instead of like the 12 that it was last year. Um, oh, that he just that lied and value. made it all up. He's like, yeah, I just made it up because that's what I wanted to happen. And Big T was like, hold on, you lied. And they're like, he's like, yeah, like he didn't, I had heard some things, but yeah, I kind of said to do that and I got what I wanted out of it, which again, is not going to, not going to help you, but I just like how Kells was just like, Hey, hold on. Let me talk. Let me talk. Josh, Uh let me talk. He's like, did I make a promise to you? No. Did I make a promise to you? No. Did I make a promise to you? No. Okay. What do you got? And he's like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to say names. And he's like, well, you don't, it's because you don't have any names. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh Yeah, Kels yeah. caught him right away. That's why I was <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking you should have been more 
thought this through, Josh. Like, especially in the beginning, there's no reason to make, to gamble like this and put, make yourself look bad by lying about it. It was so early in the game, and everybody was thinking the same thing. Kells is one of the best rookies. I think they had to do it now, though, because at a certain point, you probably don't have... There might not be, like, the right guy there in mm-hmm. order to take, take him, him out. out. And we saw yeah. in the elimination that... It was a puzzle, and all the guys had to do in that set of circumstances was, like, pull the rope up, let the rope out, mm-hmm. pull the rope mm-hmm. up, let the rope out, and then build a puzzle. Yeah. So a lot of that was was the, was was the ladies this week on making sure you had good fishing skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact that there was only two sides that were magnetic. Ooh. Yeah. You know, the last thing I want to say about the nominations yeah. part of the show... Um, I loved Fessy asked um, Tracy, he's like, you know, hey, do you want to say anything? And she makes this really heartfelt little speech. She's got tears in her eyes. I just thought it was so funny. You hear everybody going like, oh, we love you, Tracy. It's okay. Everything's fine. Not even 45 seconds later, pops up. (laughs) Tracy and Kel's up for a they're like, oh, we love you so much, but we're going to vote you out. Oh, love that's you. so brave of you to say. Uh, who, who's who been thrown in? Oh, you. Yeah, sorry about that. All right, we'll see you guys later. It was just so funny to me. She, they were like, oh, we love you, patting her on the back, and then they immediately cut to everybody's screen clicking vote for them. It's just the funniest the funniest thing to me. I, I would it. like to see who people voted for this year. Like, they gave it to us yeah, last year. Yeah, I wish they year, gave us that. And I that don't know what so people nice. are thinking at home, but like, but, like, you gave it to us one year, and now you've taken it away from us. How dare you? I also, like, I understand not showing us all of the teams and who voted, like, what. Yeah. But it would be nice to see, like, maybe the bottom four or five. Yeah. You know, once all the votes get calculated in, I I do feel like this round and the last round were very one sided. I don't think that the votes were close. And maybe that's why they didn't show us. Yeah, that might be that might be the reason why. But I do hope that as it gets tighter, because I think that it's going to get tight. Yeah. They show us that stuff because it would it would be really nice to know. So now if you're in um, Fessy Fessy's shoes with Esther. Yes. Who do you start thinking about? Because, I mean, he's sitting there talking to Josh about, like, who who they're going to put in for the guys. And I'm like, eh, that's tough. I mean, Kells is a beast. Like, you have to make sure that if you put somebody in and it's physical, they have a chance. Uh, obviously, yeah. they got the best possible scenario. So they're trying to talk about that. And then they talk about the ladies. And he's like, well, I don't want to throw any of the ladies in. Like you don't want to throw any of the ladies in. You can't name one lady you would like throw away that you don't have any sort of thing for. Is that what you're trying to tell me? And then and he's like, "Well, added- you know, it could be." And Josh is like, "We're not throwing an Amber. I just told her we'd be <laughs> fine. Don't screw this up already for us, Fassie. Oh, she's yeah. gonna be coming for us again. Just wait it out. You're already trying to turn uh-huh. on the vets." There's no need to to make those kinds of moves right now. It, he needs to wait it out. He can't be, you know, flipping on a veteran this early. Although, like I keep saying, I do think it's going to happen sooner rather than later. <laughs> but especially because they've changed the rules with this round or with this season, which is that you can pick any two people. They don't have to be yeah. teammates. Yeah. Which I think is is a whole other. Uh, can of worms with them because you know if they continue to knock out rookies like they want to they can really you know single them out and get rid of them they aren't 
necessarily safe because they're attached to a veteran. And this is one of those things that I'm really afraid of with this format already is that the reason we went to the skulls thing and you have to earn your skull to get in the elimination is because we had a very similar situation a few years ago where there was a group that held enough power and had the numbers like three, four weeks in that it was over after that. It was it yeah, was over. They were just knocking them out. They were mm-hmm. just picking them off one by one and they tried to yeah. edit it to make it seem like you didn't know what was going to happen. But they started picking it off. So if the vets do stay together at this point, they can just start picking people off, which is which is like what it is. But the rookies have already figured it out because I yeah. mean, I, I don't care that we're, we're skipping towards the end. But we saw what I thought would be a good team of of Emmy and um, Ed and Ed together. I thought they'd be a good team, mm-hmm. but they were smart enough to go. We need to pair ourselves up with a veteran so yeah. that we don't get thrown in as a rookie as a rookie pair like mm-hmm. happened to us this week. Yeah. And I think, and that, the, and I think they'll that's have to keep do happening. That. They'll have mm-hmm. to do that. If the rookies win and it's like next week, if Michelle and uh, and uh, Corey go in, they'll do what they did last time and get with a uh, a veteran to try to, to try to break it up a bit <clears throat> yep. and hopefully yep. win. So then maybe you could throw in. You know what you want to do, but there's going to be a week where it's going to be a tie, where the rookie wants a, uh, a veteran to go in, and the veteran wants a rookie to go in, and then we'll figure mm-hmm. out what happens from there. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if Ed was. It did turn out obviously to be the right decision. I think because it was a puzzle, I think Ed was a good choice because it was a puzzle. But I don't know, like if it was a strength based yeah. challenge, Kells would have just absolutely destroyed them. Like the, I feel like it, w- it would have been smarter. For Fessy and them to sit down and be like, all right, one of us has to go take him out. One of us has to gamble yeah. and go in there and take them out. I'm, I was just surprised that they put Ed in there, but I guess they didn't really need, they didn't have anything to lose. No, if he comes, if, if Kells comes back and they lose, they lose Ed. I mean, Ed looked like a, you know, a physical guy to begin with too. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to face him in probably some sort of hall brawl situation either. <laughs> yeah. So they're figuring we're going to get out one of these bigger rookie guys perhaps. And, um, you know, it's a win-win no matter who goes. Obviously, we'd like um, Kels to go. But here's the other thing. So when we do these, like when they walk in and then they get to pick, a lot of times they'll see what the elimination is. They'll go, okay, this doesn't look physical. Mm-hmm. All right, who should we pick that's maybe a better combo or a better yeah. team that can do a puzzle and knock somebody out? And they've said that before on episodes where <clears throat> we all remember this when they walk in, they're like, "Oh, we'll see what the we'll see what the elimination is and that'll help us like figure out who we're going to send in to knock somebody out." So, yeah. That can happen as well. You know what one of my favorite moments of this episode was? Oh, please tell me. So Emmy calling TJ Mr. TJ. Mr. TJ, I wrote that down too. It made me so happy. Mr. TJ. She was so, she was crying. She was so upset when she got called down. Which, you know, I wanted to discuss with you. I wanted to hear your thoughts on Emmy. Obviously, we discussed that she's scary as fuck. And I I think we both still stand on that background. Yeah. I do think that it is, now this is a hot take. I do think. Let me get the air conditioner on. (laughs) I do think that her showing her emotions like this is good. I do think it's a, it's a good move for her because I noticed in, um, now I'm blanking on names here. Let me scroll on my, f- Anissa 
correct? Anissa? Anissa. Anissa said that if she harnesses that energy, she could be unstoppable. Now, I think for Emmy, she's one of those people where she needs to release some of it. Yeah. And then she... That's, that's what I saw her do. She like screamed. She cried for a minute, and then she got herself back in there and she knocked that shit out. Yeah, in she that did. Challenge. She did really well, and I I do agree that from time to time, having those emotions is good. It is, however, I would say <clears throat> more often than not, not the best. She definitely needs to reel it in. It's happening too much. Yeah, it happened twice in this episode. Yeah. And, and obviously the, and that the was the setup. the thing didn't make sense to me. She did a good job. Yeah. Again, I feel like there's something about her in the past. But again, she did that survivor thing, which... That's what which, I was going to say. What's, what's mm-hmm. Devin, I think, said in also in our interview, but on the thing, like, that survivor is five months. Five yeah. months. I don't know how long the U.S. Survivor is. It's not five months. It's probably like tops, like two and a half. Yeah, I, I don't think that they legally could do much longer. <laughs> I think at that point they've kidnapped you legally. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but to do five months, so she's experienced probably with being paranoid for that long and like yeah. have feelings that people are coming against you and how to work your way around that. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens now with her because mm-hmm. I do think that was the right move to put her in because she had the explosion last week mm-hmm. in the deliberation. And then she obviously had the outburst of the thing where she didn't she, she was going well. So if I'm like a potential male partner of hers, I'm like, I don't know if I can kind of trust her to hold it together. Yeah, also, I see what you're saying. I don't need her to like, like throwing me in if she hears anything about me to get the pressure off of her. So mm-hmm. I, I just know. felt Who like was... she got it all out of her system and she was just like yeah. laser focused in that <clears throat> challenge. Because if she was actually still like really upset and hurt, like she would not have been able to get those fishing lines. I mean, she was like automatic with that. I never saw her drop a box from no. the magnet. No, no, I didn't either. She was. Ca- Cool, calm, and collected. She she had a system down, and she was running through it. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if she would have held those emotions in and yeah. didn't show that, she would have been a little bit more shaky. Yeah. I always wonder about the eliminations, too. Like, how much are they really showing us of, of that? Mm-hmm. Did she drop a few? How close were they was really? Was it really? Yeah. Um, so I always look for those wide shots to see. Same. Uh, <laughs> as if we know what to, to look for. I thought it. I thought it went really well. I feel bad for Kells though because, yeah, this is what happens on the challenge when it's cl- now. I did not think we were going to have like partner eliminations, but it looks like we're going to do partner eliminations this year. Sometimes you get paired with somebody, and like they're doing. I mean, realistically, she was responsible for ninety-ish percent of that elimination. Yes, of getting I those agree boxes with you. Up. And I can't imagine. The uh, frust- potential frustration of like my life on this show belongs to you putting a damn magnet on the thing, and mm-hmm. I can see you, you don't know what the hell you're doing right now. Yeah, and, and this is really slightly. bothering me. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, she definitely is the one that lost it for them, for sure. I did think that it was interesting, you know, I very clearly, as soon as that challenge started and they started lifting those boxes up, I was like, it's a map. It's a world map. Yeah. It was very clearly a world map. I don't understand why they he wasn't at least like flipping them over when they were when Tracy because I saw Ed was doing that. Ed was looking at them as they came in and was kind of shuffling them around uh. as as Emmy was handing them to him. He was thinking ahead. Kells was so focused on yelling at Tracy. Yeah. I also think that was part of it too. That Tracy girl does not seem like she handles pressure very well. No. Kells was screaming at her. And I think it kind of flustered her. She said in her uh, interview that, you know, he was being aggressive and it wasn't helpful. It it seems like it. I don't know. I'm always a little confused on the eliminations on like what the rules we hear is and what the rules they hear is. Yeah. I would also think the same thing. Oh, I'm going to flip this over and start building this. But it's probably one of those things that are like you can't touch, you can't start stacking until you have all of them. Uh-huh. It's one of those things. And he heard stacking, but not getting them all facing the Flipping, same way. Yeah. And like, if you had them all flipped, I think that puzzle building would have probably taken a minute and a half. A minute. A minute. Right. Yeah. And I I skipped geography fully. <laughs> I, I switched schools and I missed it completely. I mean, so, and I would give myself a minute and a half right in front of me, a world map literally in front of my face right now. <laughs> like this, it's nine blocks. It's not like yeah, it was twenty five uh-huh. blocks. This was, it's over in a minute and a half. So again, ninety five percent of this challenge is you fishing the things up, which yeah, I thought it, is it was like on the girls. it's all on the girls, which is why I thought it kind of sucked for Kells and that. But again, this yeah. is why you switch partners. They're giving you the ability to switch partners, and I hope people see what they need to do for that. Uh, they did swap yeah. at the end. Um, mm-hmm. Was interesting. Again, same too. Yeah. Uh, weird. I was right? I was shocked by that personally. Again, I mean, <laughs> I get Devin. Devin is making more sense to me as to why he is the hot ticket item. Tori is seems very strong and very great. There just seems like like I, again, Casey. She they came in second in the daily, and she's just slipping under the cracks. I feel like everybody likes Casey for the most part. I know Amber. Now yeah. they have a little bit of beef, but if it seems like for the most part, everybody likes Casey. She seems like a good, steady, easy pick. I was interested. It was funny to me how Devin freaked out and got really excited about Emmy. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that? I thought he was uh, playing it up a bit because I think yeah. he would prefer to have Michelle uh, 100% over, over. Well, yeah, him. Michelle is a cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> calculated. And also, like, calculated. He could, he could get stolen back. I mean, Michelle could go in next time and, and take mm-hmm. him right back. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know who I would have picked in that scenario. I originally said when they go, we're going to switch. I go, oh, he's going to take Casey. But again, like, we don't really know. Like, if you're a rookie, maybe you're not seeing these people mm-hmm. so much. And you don't really know. And then also, for all we know, I, who's Casey partnered with right now? I can't remember. Casey is partnered with Emmanuel. 
So Emmy has Emmy is a clear friend. That's what it is. Emmy and him were on Survivor together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, well, he's got he's got Casey. So technically, I have Casey in that, this yeah, set of circumstances. That is probably what it was. So if I steal, like, you know, in in some of these alliances, they're like, okay, well, I need to get with my people who are with who. And try to match these people up a little bit better. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to do that. Again, like, Fessy had to pull the trigger and do all that type of stuff and, and, and deal with all of that. Which brings us to the Mom LaFranc Take of the Week. Mom Frank. Mom LaFranc is back for another Take of the Week. Let's hear what Hell she's got to yeah. say this week. Here we go. Hi, it's Mom LaFranc with my Take of the Week. So I'm not sure if any song was playing during the deliberation this week, but it should have been I'm Your Puppet. Perhaps everyone listening to this podcast is too young to know the song, but the lyrics go, pull my strings and I'll do anything, I'm your puppet, which is exactly what Josh was doing with Sessie pulling the strings. Sessie didn't want to get his hands dirty, so he made Josh do it. Another thing, as much as Josh doesn't want to, as soon as Sassy wants Amber B to go into the lair, Josh will agree. That's my thought of the week. Bye. That is a hot, hot, steaming hot take from Mama Frank. Yeah, and guess what? Because I'm really good at my job. Oh, you found a deep cut. (laughs) Yeah, baby. James Bobby Purifoy. Perfy. This is a bop. Listen to these lyrics. Want me to? I'm your puppet. Mama Frank with a deep cut. Oh, yeah. Oh, of your this puppet. This is nice. This is the best line. I'm Ooh. your puppet. And then the last line. This is a good one. This is exactly what happened. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Mama Frank, what a good song. I appreciate the ball. Deep pull. Never heard that song before. The, uh, I bet MTV has the rights to it, though. If anybody has the rights, it's MTV. <laughs> <laughs> it was released in 1966, apparently. <clears throat> so a long time. But a big, That's a good song. It's good. Still, I'm be jammed to it later. Hits. Be jammed to it later. 100%. <laughs> you know it. So, yeah. I, and here's here's the interesting thing that I, I think Fessy will, will not admit to, but it'll kind of like wink and nod. Josh thinks he's the one controlling that group right now, but it was actually yep. Fessy, and mm-hmm. Fessy's like, uh-huh, yeah, Josh, yeah, whatever. and Josh, even on the after show, was like, well, this was our plan, and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. and I'm like, no, nah, bro, I, like, you're doing exactly what Fessy wants you to do, because Fessy, the past two years, has gotten his hands dirty, and that's got him in trouble, and now he's like, uh, Josh is like, I'll do everything, and he's like, okay, go ahead then. That's fine with me. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a smart move on Fessy. Let Josh get his hands dirty and make yeah. all of these stupid plays. Again, calling people liars that are clearly not liars and having no evidence <laughs> to back him up. You know, let him let him do that. I think that Fessy's playing a smart game. I, he needs to... I, I'm really looking forward to and hoping in the next episode that he buries the hatchet with Amber. Because yeah. those two need to at least fake a makeup. Otherwise, this next episode is going to be one of the two yeah. heads are going to roll. All right. So uh, anything else from the episode before we get to our quotes of the week? What else do you have on your list? Do you have any other thoughts? You know, Stephen, we really we really hit everything. I do think Devin and Emmy are going to be an interesting pair. I'm excited okay. to see them work together um, moving forward. I think that Devin might be able to handle her crazy a little bit more than Ed could. I did want to hear your overall thoughts on Ed because I know Ed from the circle. I've and he's delivering on everything that Ed was back there, just without his mom. <laughs> so I would like to know where you what, what you think about Ed. Well, in the very short time we've had, you know, I, I have to compare him to like what other people have done in mm-hmm. the same time frame. And obviously, this episode has about five hundred less percent of Gabo this week, which obviously I very much dislike and i'm sh- shocked that i like this episode because it had so little gobbo in it but i agree i will say where gobbo delivered doing gobbo things i think ed delivered in a way that i'm like okay i like this guy already because he he seems very like funny just the stuff he was saying like he got tj to laugh like down in the thick like down in yeah. the whatever with the lair like down there he was laughing already, and I was just like, I was like, well, if TJ, if they're showing TJ laughing at him, it means like he's really delivered, mm-hmm. and I, I like him. I, he said he's from Philadelphia. He sounded that- like he had like a southern accent though, um, but maybe I just don't do my accents all that well. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He seems to be a a ball of fun, and I'm here for people who are balls of fun. Yeah, and uh, you know, I do think that his engineering background is going to come in yeah. handy. Um, that's definitely a, a trait that I wasn't expecting him to have. No, I, I didn't think, think that either. Good. Super smart, like that's going to help you, and especially with some of these like puzzles and stuff like that. Like it might give mm-hmm. you a bit of an advantage. Yeah, um, but personality-wise, so far I like him. I thought he was very encouraging of of Emmy doing the thing, which is helpful. Yeah. And I think will gain you points with the other females on, on the show mm-hmm. and kind of make, help you avoid some of the pitfalls uh, as well. So I, I like him. I'm in so far. Good. I'm glad you like him. He's good. I, I think he, I think he will do pretty well. Um, again, I'm happy to see him without his mom. I do think his <laughs> mom may have been tying him down on yeah. the circle. Cause I, I'm liking him more in this show than I was on the circle. Good, good. That's that's always important. That's always important. Um, if you don't yeah, have other than else, that, I mean, I have some fire ass quotes. Do you? Okay, let's start with one of yours. What's one of your fire ass quotes that you got written down okay, there? Okay, all right. Well, let me go through my five pages here. Yeah. Stand by. Five pages this week, guys. Like she's 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 putting the work in. Okay, so you know, obviously, of course, we don't really need to say this, but if Gabo had more lines, it oh, would be Gabo. It would be the Gabo show. <laughs> but my quote this week was um, my favorite, Nelson, just, just being so smart and so smooth with his words. We want to take a listen. <laughs> I 
I don't like you because the way you look. I like you because of who you are. You call me on my bull. So the reason I picked this quote, he says that he doesn't like her because of the way that she looks, but because of what's inside. Couldn't it be both? And isn't that super offensive? I was going to say the same thing for you. Like the way you asked me the question earlier, how would you feel if a lady, you know, said something about the way you run? I would say <laughs> I'd ask you the same question. Like if if we're like we're making out and doing stuff and you go, well, you know, it's 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 not because of the way you look. It's because of the person you are inside. It'd be like, but yeah, like, but are you saying I'm uh, unattractive? Like, yeah, I mean, saying? I'd be like, so you're blind is what you're telling me. Have you seen this? Like, <laughs> I mean, you can't see what's in front of you and we need to go to an eye doctor because I have both great insides and great outsides. Also, so, you've known me for two days, brother. <laughs> like, yeah, how do you like know saying that he, I, yeah. she taught him stuff? And I was like, what are you like? You can you don't need to do this right now, sir. Just tell her she looks pretty. Yeah. I, I don't get why they compl- men complicate shit like this so much. And I don't really understand it. You know, I was trying to like make sure. But like also like, come on, buddy. Like it was just it was cringe. It made me cringe. And it again, it made me be like, this guy is the fucking idiot. He just, he's not smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my first one is from Devin and Ashley. We mentioned it before, but it, it, Devin said in this moment exactly what I was thinking. And uh-huh. um, yeah, it delivered exactly the way it was. So just stay positive. Think, okay, something good's going to happen. Someone's going to lose their mind at the bar and put a target on their head. Yeah. Because <laughs> it always happens. And flash forward to Ashley losing her mind at the bar. <laughs> I mean, I feel like after I've interviewed Devin um, that we're exactly on the same page because I was thinking like exactly when he said it, I go cut to Ashley losing it in the club and he (laughs) said it and I go, oh, God, I hope that happens. And then it did. Yeah, did happen Uh because Devin knows he's like, listen, it's been two days. She hasn't had a meltdown yet, which he also (laughs) suggested that her name be changed to. Ashley Meltdown Mitchell instead of Ashley Millionaire Mitchell, which I, I condone the update. I love upgraded it. nickname. We'll see if they've I think updated it needs to happen. on her Twitter page on her uh, or Wikipedia. That would be actually funny if we went in there. It's already shit. changed. Yeah, that would be great if we did that. Uh, you got another one there? I do. So um, Emmy is hilarious. I also think that she's really funny. She's got like a really dry humor about her. Um, this was at the during the elimination um, mm. when they are working on the puzzle. You're the best engineer in the whole world, Emmy. I-, I loved I loved this just because she thinks an engineer has anything to do with building a map out of nine blocks. <laughs> it was amazing. In Emmy's world, it does. It's Emmy's world. We're just <laughs> we're just participating right now um, because I also have another. Emmy quote. Um, oh, we got two entries. Well, we have two entries from Emmy, and this is just, you know what? I, I just, I love when we have the international people on the show because they just bring an international flavor to the type of quotes and the things they reference, things that we probably didn't even know of. Girl, come no, on. No, you got no, it done. Not good. Here. I oh. had to throw like a handball players. 
So she is crying, and she said I had to throw, like, a handball player. <laughs> what a European thing to reference. Nobody in America has any idea how to play handball other than the five seconds they see it on the Olympics every four years. And that's her reference point. That Her reference point is I, I'm crying, sobbing, and she goes, I'm throwing it like a handball player. <laughs> Oh, I oh, love it. Emmy, I this was a tough so episode for her. Much. What a what a like what a reference point that I, I'm sure Nelson's like, what's the handball? Does it involve like <laughs> like Bertha grabbing my balls with her hand? Like I'm down for that. Yeah, it's probably what he thinks it is. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Man oh man. And then our final one is one we referenced earlier. Uh just absolute just just Amber just coming in already with uh, just bringing some energy. Not funny no more. Stop. What, with Bertha? I'm not trying I'm help everything. Everything. I'm not talking about Bertha. Everything. Okay, then every time Bertha's around, Isn't you're like, Bertha. Burna? Bertha. No, it's Bertha. It's Bertha. I mean, are we are we going to call her Berna or Bertha throughout the rest of the season? Because I do think we need to make a decision, and I think we both know what it needs to be. I really want to call her Bertha, but it's not like... <laughs> She gave herself this name. It's not like she did it. I, so I, I feel like, again, because Bertha has such like a really negative connotation. Like when I hear Berna, I'm like, oh, that might be a very interesting, you know, worldly person. Worldly name, yeah. And then I hear, and then somebody goes, you know, and then we over here we have Bertha. And I'm immediately, <laughs> I know what it is. And it's not that. It's not. Yeah, that. my mind immediately goes seventy-five plus. Instantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a, a seventy-five plus older, larger American. Lots of yelling probably going on. You know, <laughs> it's just not not the best. Berna, yeah. different. Berna, maybe a, like an Instagram model of some sort. You know, worldly. Uh huh. Probably been to she Bali. She goes to Tulum. What yeah. was that? She goes to Tulum with yeah. her sugar daddy. Oh, yeah. 100% on uh-huh. yachts, uh-huh. you know, like posting photos all over the world. You don't know what her job is, but apparently she travels a lot somehow and you're trying to figure out how does she pay for this. But you know, you know how she pays for it. She's taking pics with a detox tea on a swing oh. in the beach. <laughs> God, I hate those. You know, I don't follow the challenge people on Instagram. Do they have that kind of stuff? Do they all do those kinds of stupid ass promotions? I don't follow them because I don't want to get in trouble anymore. Yeah, see, we're I've both we're stuff. both in the dark here. <laughs> I don't feel like a lot of them do. I think enough of them make money off this show that they don't have to do that. I yeah. do think some of the lower rung people who may have done one, two seasons of it might have to do things like that. Who get thirsty uh-huh. to come back? Make cameos. Oh, you gotta do cameos, cameos. <laughs> I've received a couple challenge cameos before, yeah. So, oh, yeah? Yeah, that's how we I'm all sure got this Devin mess. Yeah. Oh, really? Devin, I got a Devin cameo for my birthday, yeah. And it's not the best cameo I ever received, because the best cameo I ever received was uh, was uh, from a little show called Vanderpump Rules. Ooh. And it was, uh, I got a James Kennedy cameo. Oh, shit. Yeah. And he wanted me to do pump teenies. <laughs> Hi, Steven. It's your birthday. It's James Kennedy. He's right here, right now. I mean, he's right next to you guys. Look, look yeah. around the corner. He's right there. Special so. treat for all of you for uh, listening this long. What? Yeah, <laughs> bring it, bring in all the, bring in all the things here in episode two. Do uh, you have a pick? Anything you especially like there? You know, 
as much as I liked my own picks, the birth of Berna <laughs> situation is just, yeah. it's golden. Yeah. It's take that golden, Kevin. That's yeah. golden. That's what's golden. <laughs> Not your cold ass take that we needed fucking, you know, hand warmers to warm up from because it was so fucking cold. You know? Fuck? Yeah, it was it was that. I, I have to agree. What about you? I have to agree because before that it was when Devin said cut to Ashley doing it and then Ashley was drunk, I was like, Oh, I mean this won't be beaten. Sold. This won't be beaten. And then Amber just out of left field. Isn't it Berna? And they're like, No. <laughs> no, it's Bertha. What I, what we didn't mention was just the absolute physical comedy Ashley did there, which obviously she planned out, was like just getting right next to her, like, if this if this is Nelson, this is Bertha, like blah, 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 I'm right here, I'm right next to you, I'm right here. <laughs> And just, just like pure comedy gold that she obviously had been rehearsing for weeks to get ready. Yeah. She, she was, practiced that one in the mirror for sure. You, you go over there with her. You, you go over there with her. You, yeah. It's just uh, that, that drunk, that drunk girl yell mm-hmm. is so like beautiful but terrifying and horrifying at the same time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's it was. What it is. It was a treat. I'm sure we're going to continue <laughs> to get these little treats from Ashley until she leaves. Uh, or she quits. One of the two. Yeah. She she likes oh, to do that, too. Lord. Fantastic. I know. Anything else for this week? You know? No. It was a really good episode, though. I really, all around, solid entertainment value. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I really do like this show. I like the way that they shoot it. I love TJ. I wish that he wouldn't have to yell in mm-hmm. wind tunnels. Yeah. And I really would like him to be able to go inside. But, you know, <laughs> those are just big pipe dreams I have. And maybe one day we'll, he'll be let in the house. Maybe he will. Because he is potty trained. So I, I confirmed that when we talked to him, when we interviewed him for the 100th episode. Potty trained. Good. Yeah. We, good. Didn't, we did include good. it. We didn't feel it was necessary. It was part of the interview. <laughs> yeah. It was part of the interview. Well, we'll guys, that wraps it up back. for this week. We'll, we will be back next week, obviously, with another episode. By this time, we will have three episodes of Bachelor in Paradise to also maybe <gasps> talk about. Also, we might do a standalone Bachelor in Paradise pod, just like a quick like time limit pod. We'll see about yeah, that. Yeah, let us so know if, if, you want, if you'd if you like want to that. see that. Yeah, if you want that, you know, there's multiple ways of reaching out to us. Remember, go over to the Twitter, go over to Instagram and Facebook to the Hot Takes Hotties and you leave your caption for the uh, photo of Nelson with Kel. It's a little caption. Excited to see guys. that. And uh, be creative. We know some of you are. Uh, other than that, bye, Mixie. Have a good rest of your day. Bye, Stephen. Bye, everyone. Thank you bye, so everybody. much. Bye, everybody. We'll see, see you next week. week. Bye.